shape to the pathway for future Wales stars. Welcome to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Developing the stars of the future, it's always a big topic. And to help the process, Wales are welcoming back a big-time coach from recent years. Rob Howley rejoins the Wales coaching team, but also with an oversight on the under-20s and the pathway for future talent. Former Wales women's and Scarlet's backs coach Richard Whiffing comes in as under-20s coach. A chance to hear from both of them and acting chief executive Nigel Walker. What you see in front of you today is the culmination of a process that the Welsh Rugby Union has been running over the last two months to appoint an under-20s coach to replace Mark Jones, who, as you know, uh, left his coaching role with the Welsh Rugby Union to join the Ospreys. During that process, it became obvious that this was the right outcome. In other words, uh, Rob Howley to join Warren Gatlin's senior team as a technical coach, but also, and this is the exciting part for us, for Rob to work very closely with Richard Whiffin in the pathway at under-18 and under-20 level to ensure we have a greater coherency between what happens at under-18, under-20 level and what happens at senior level. You don't need me to talk about Rob's credentials. I'm going to do it anyway. Three Grand Slams and a championship, three British Lions tours and many other things. So Rob is ideally suited to work with Richard. Richard has got his own coaching experience, most recently with the Highlanders in New Zealand, just immediately prior to that as an attack coach with our senior women's team and obviously with the Scarlets and London Irish before that. So this is really exciting for us, as I say, to build that bridge, to give our young players an even better chance of fulfilling their potential. And as you will know, that the age profile of our senior squad has come down in recent months and I'm sure that some of the players who pass through Richard's hands and Rob's hands in that role will end up in the 2027 squad, that's the aim. I'm just absolutely delighted to be back the last year, it's been a tough one. I think that from my perspective uh, the way the chairman and Nigel Walker have been over the last sort of six months been absolutely outstanding, they've listened and actually the belief that they've given in me and the honesty for myself and how they have come to this decision. And I only knew about this decision yesterday. So you can imagine it's been over the last sort of 24 hours, there's been a, a little bit of a celebration in the Howley household. And I think that I just can't wait to work. The exciting part for me is to work with Richard. I feel that the experience I've had over the last 11 years and my time with Canada hopefully uh, you know that pathway is going to be a very exciting one and hopefully we can create environment for players to be fast-tracked to the national team. Delighted to be here and back uh, working uh, in the Welsh Rugby Union. I echo um, Nigel and and Rob's thoughts. I'm extremely excited to work with Rob you know someone of of his calibre and his experience in the game will not only help me, but most importantly, you know, really aid our younger players in their development through the pathway to senior internationals as, as soon as we can. Rob, do you think this day would come in the last four years? Uh, no. As I said, I mentioned, you know, in fairness to the chairman and Nigel, to have a second chance. I think that my experience over the last four years uh, with Rugby Canada 
and the resilience that I've gone through over that period of time. I feel I'm a better person, a better coach, and hopefully uh, through those skills now, be able to help both the national team and uh, you know Richard and the, and the pathway. You're sitting there with the WIU logo before and behind you. How are you feeling? Yeah, a special place, like a Welshman and a proud one. I'm a passionate one, and you know having sort of I was the other day 160 tests for Wales. Uh, sorry, 134 and 24 with Canada. I didn't think this day would come, and I can only echo and thank uh, Nigel for all his efforts and the work, and thank the board as well because obviously that decision came yesterday to go through the process for the under 20 role. It wasn't the easy process when you're on, a, on an interview with uh, Warren Gatlin, the other side, and worked with him for 11 years. So uh, it was, for me, uh, a process which I thoroughly enjoyed and just look forward to being back in Wales and uh, working with the team that I love so much. How important has Warren Gatlin been to you, not over the last year, but since he's been back for the last four and a bit years? I've gone on record, he's probably the best coach I've ever worked with. He's got that ability and we all saw that in Rugby World Cup. No one really outside of maybe uh, the team thought that Wales would get out of that pool. They got out of the pool and beating Fiji and Australia. Of course they'd be disappointed with the Argentina performance but that, that can be uh, sort of put right going into the Six Nations. and. Uh, what I've kept in contact with Warren, but obviously the one thing about Warren, he's very professional. And, uh, you know, this was a surprise to me. When I went through the process, I never knew this was going to be the outcome from it. And that's what excites me as well about it, really. And in terms of not just a professional coach, but the person that Warren you know so well, especially over the last four years, how he's helped you, how he's supported you. Yeah, of course. Uh, I think that behind coaches and players, sort of mentoring and that relationship you have, it's about building a relationship. The key thing about any sports environment is trust. The one thing that myself and Warren have, I believe, is trust. What happened 2019 uh, and the trust that he has shown since then is quite unbelievable. It's been four years, Rob. Everyone has said about the second chance, you know, you've served your time and it's time for you to be back. Yeah, it's looking forward. Uh, that's the important thing, and being part of an exciting programme, both with the national team and with the under-20s. And I'm really looking forward to getting to know Richard. When you look at his CV and the experiences that he's had, just talking, you know, to work with someone like Alan Smith in the Highlanders, probably uh, a number nine that's been world-class in the last sort of decade. I'll learn off Richard as well, and I think that's uh, so important with, within this coaching setup as well. Just to explain technical coach, how do you view your role within the sort of senior role? Because it's slightly different, you've got an attack coach there as well. What's your remit going to be? Yeah, so, so my remit uh, is the unstructured part of the game in terms of kick receptions, turnovers, contact area, uh, working with the backs like I did back uh, when I was in the role as well, working with the front five, catch pass skills, and working within a coaching team. The one thing which Warren Gatlin's very good at is when you are in a coaching team, we all help each other. I see that no different, and I'm here to support Alex as well. I thought our first phase attack in the Rugby World Cup was outstanding. Great relationship in the centres and a couple of tries which we scored against Australia and Fiji. So that's my sort of remit in terms of contact with the backs, the uh, turnovers, kick receptions, sort of unstructured part of the game, as well as the front five catch and pass, as well as the backs as well, of course.
You mentioned the celebration and how we household. What did that entail and how important the family have been to you in the last four years? Oh, look, they've supported me uh, immensely over the last four years and the girls, both Megan and Rebecca, 24, 22, when you go back four years ago, they were final year of their study. The fact that we've got through that as a family and the sort of celebration, it was watching TV actually, there was no alcohol involved because I was mm. bracing myself for today. So uh, yeah, I'm sure there'll be a celebration over the weekend at some stage. Nigel, just why now? Because it was well documented of what we wanted Rob 12 months ago. Why is now the time to bring Rob back in? That's a good question. It, it's been debated at board a number of times over the last 15 or 18 months. Richard, the chairman, and myself met with Rob. I can't remember when it was, six months, nine months ago. Rob spelt out in clear terms why what happened happened. He sought professional help. He is re- rehabilitated as far as we are concerned. And there's a commitment from Rob to use his experiences within Welsh rugby to ensure that nobody makes the mistake that he made. In a nutshell, that is why we've come to this decision that now is the right time. Richard, working with Rob, somebody who's achieved so much from the coaching front, how much are you looking forward to that? Yeah, it's going to be amazing. You know, Firstly, to build a relationship with him and to use his experiences. You, know, you mentioned 160-odd tests. It's going to be invaluable for myself and players going forward. So to be able to build a relationship, tap into that knowledge and have a, such a seamless and great link and alignment from the, the pathway to the seniors, I think it's going to be invaluable for the youngsters going forward. I mean, Rob, we'd all sort of say you've served your time, deserve to be back, and we have huge sympathy about the circumstances going back. Do you think it is a, a problem? Do you have a wider role in terms of any counselling in, in Welsh rugby, making sure that people don't fall in the same traps? Yeah, of course. And, uh, you know, that's. I had discussions with both Nigel and Richard, the chairman, offering those services, the wider services, and being able to. The resilience and what I went through back in 2019 and the learning the ability to speak out and actually say I'm not feeling okay today I need to have a conversation and to see the psychologist psychologist for the period of time which I did I think I identified that I needed help and I sought help and it took me a good 18 months two years to get through that dark period of time Uh, but through that you get a bit of resilience and hopefully that resilience and the experience I had, I'm there to offer any support I can within the Welsh Rugby Union and also uh, with players who feel they might need to reach out and talk to someone and knowing that I've been through that experience, hopefully I'm there to help if they so require. With the Owen Farrell decision as well, taking a step back from international rugby for mental health reasons, do you think rugby has moved on, become more accepting of those sorts of decisions? Yeah, absolutely. And uh, I think... uh, for Owen to make that decision it's been mentioned about a watershed moment in the game of rugby I think that sometimes we we don't really understand about the pressures of, of the modern international and you know no, no doubt you know those pressures filter down to age grades it's important as coaches yes of course with there's a, a coach first and foremost but as a manager as a father um, certainly you know both of us are able to support those players who might feel they need that support and knowing that that we're there to help is so important. Looking at the pathway side of it, I'm old enough to remember Bridge End when Gerald Williams, I think it was, retired and 
yeah, we asked them who they were going to transfer in at scrum half, and they said, oh no, we've got a, a kid no one's ever heard of, and we think he's going to do all right. And our kid did do all right, it has to be said as a player. What can you do to make sure that the 19, 20-year-old Rob Howleys get the opportunity that you did back then? Oh, look, I think it's, it's a team. It's not just one person. I think that the identifying of those young kids and the pathway which they're on, I told earlier to Richard, you know, 18 to 20, having been through that experience. But I think that the transition probably from 19 to 21 is so important and exposing young talent and playing games. And, and I think we've seen that in the regions over the last sort of couple of months, really, with younger players being given the opportunity to be exposed to URC rugby and that can only benefit Welsh rugby uh, moving forward. Yeah, there may be some short-term pain along the way, but to expose players at young at that young age can only better them, their development going forward, both technical, tactical and mental, really. In terms of the coaching balance, how much are you brushing up in your contact skills? Yeah, look, I've done contact back uh, when I was working with Warren, Sean and Robin and Neil back uh, in between 2008 and 19. So I've worked on the contact area with uh, Rugby Canada. As I said earlier, I feel I'm a more rounded coach as well. I think when, uh, and you probably know when you're working with a tier two or tier three country, the resources in those countries aren't as resourceful as tier one. And all of a sudden you have to be articulate in other areas of the game and I've certainly done that in the last four years and and looking at uh, you know working with Alex King I worked with him back in 2017 when he was back's coach and spoke to him this morning just looking forward to working with him again because he's a very good coach. Richard what do you feel is the biggest part of your development in terms of recently Scarlets, Highlanders, Wales women there's a mixture of experiences in there, which do you think would be the most useful? Yeah, well, well, I think coaching's a journey, and yeah, I've been lucky enough to coach youngsters at, at Gloucester, coaching the women, and, and obviously being on the pro side of the game as well. And I think you just got to use all the experience that you get, and, and you build yourself as a coach. So Rob mentioned it, lucky enough to work with someone of the calibre of, of Aaron Smith, and then three or four months before was at the, the World Cup in, in New Zealand with the women. So you've got to use those experiences that you gain and almost pick the right tool for then the, the players that you're coaching. So I see the youngsters that will be able to um, coach in the pathway will, will get the best version of me because being experienced and being in a lot of different environments that make me quite a rounded coach. Last few years at Six Nations level, Wales under 20s haven't done that well. Better in the summer. What do you think of the expectations and how much is that based on how much they've played. Rob mentioned the great thing is is our younger players are getting more game time at the moment and getting ex- exposed to that higher level so um, that's only going to fast track their, their learning and yeah, we've got a, a team that's developing from last year, a lot of year ones going into year two this year so a number of experienced players that did Six Nations and World Cup last year and went very well so we'll get in front of them in the, in the new year and, and work together as a coaching group and find the right way for this team to play and again that comes back to alignment with the seniors and we, we can expect good things from the team going forward. Rob, with um, your involvement in the 20s as well, how will that help in terms of success from planning for the national side and do you think it can help speed up the development of some of the 20s players? Hopefully, uh, you know, obviously in terms of the way Richard wants to play, he's got his own coaching philosophy and there's a rugby philosophy hidden in there as well and I think that players when they step up through the experience, whether it's a Lee Halfpenny or George North, their understanding of the international game, if we're able to filter in pressure, the under 20s and 
put them under certain game management structures as well where they're sort of rugby chaos and understanding about composure I think there's many elements we're able to fast track and actually allow our best athletes to go out and play I think the challenge sometimes as a coach is that we want to give them too much information I think you have to trust players as well enabling Richard to do what he wants to do I think and helping him I think will enable our players to fast track into, you know, the challenge is 21, 22 as well, isn't it? When you come out of that under 20 role, I think probably that's maybe another challenge, which is for another day, really. But will you be working closely with the regions as well? Because obviously they're vitally important in terms of developing players. Yeah, absolutely. With the, with the academies, you know, you've got all the coaches which are involved in the academies I think you've got five coaches involved in each of the uh, the academies and enable them to well us to work with them and go out into the regions I think visibility is so important up to 2019 it was so important when you go out and watch training uh, and you turn up at academy sessions and they see visibility because that training that day matters because that's what professional rugby is about and I think that's important in terms of sending that message from from the union's perspective we're investing in young talent and those training sessions with coaches matter and hopefully i know they started over the last couple of weeks and some of the welsh rugby union coaches have been into the regions in the last sort of 10 days and to have that relationship and make that relationship stronger can only benefit welsh rugby and no doubt hopefully encourage young athletes as well to stay in the game of rugby as opposed to maybe when they become 20 through injury or falling out of the love of the game they might not decide but I think that's so important. You're listening to the Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Development can take all shapes and forms and some players take a little longer to come through. One example of that is Cardiff prop Kieran Azarati, selected for the World Cup wider training squad before missing out on France, then called up for the Barbarians game before missing out with injury. He made his name with the European game against Sale last season. This week, they're up against Bath in Europe. Yeah, sort of similar week, to be honest. Uh, we know what the threats they bring. We know what threats Sale bring. So we're... We, uh, Happy to meet fire with fire, really, so it's going to be a good occasion Saturday night. And how much did you take out of last weekend's game? Oh, it was a good experience out there. French rugby, oh, it was different, completely different to what we experienced here. It was um, the crowd, the atmosphere was non-stop, even though the score went going our way, but the experience for everyone, the old 23, was just incredible. Obviously up against a very experienced pack, but you certainly had your moments. It was nip and tuck in the front row there. <laughs> No, it was good. It was a good competition. Yeah, it was good to go against a French international to see where I'm I'm at. Got that I come off for a bit uh, with an head injury, but went back on and thought I'd done well, so it was good. Yeah, it was a good battle, and you're now one of the old heads in the pack. <laughs> What's that like? What, what do the youngsters make of it as well? No, it's good. They, they're enjoying it. They're always asking us to help them. We just help them as much as we can to make them better. You've had a... A really interesting 12 months, one way of putting it. How do you assess where you are now, given everything that's been going on, World Cup build-up, you know, the selection there, and, and now presumably wanting to make a point? I feel like I'm in a good place. I had a little bump in the road about five weeks ago when I done my ankle, but now I feel like I'm starting to find my groove again, which is good. And, uh, yeah, I'm just happy to be back playing, really, and enjoying it. 
and obviously involved with Wales then in the Barbarians game. What have they said to you? Is there anything you need to work on looking forward to the Six Nations? Or are you uh, just sort of thinking of the name? No, nothing really. I'm just doing what I can out there and hopefully if it comes, it comes. Nothing. Just taking game by game really. And we're looking for a crowd. Do you think a few people come down for the Valleys for this one? Yeah, for hopefully. English opposition? Yeah, hopefully. I think it's going to be a good crowd. Yeah, so hopefully it's a good atmosphere for us and the boys and hopefully we can get over the line really. So when you're talking about the experience of that, the young kids on a bus, police escort, going into hustle and bustle, going into a full house. And what part do their crowd play in intimidating the visiting team? It's not really intimidating, it's more enjoying it. Yeah. It's not like, we ain't scared to go places, it's not about being scared and intimidating. We enjoy that, but it's also good for them really, isn't it? Mm. Like they constantly got a crowd behind them. But it's just good. It's good for us as well. Like we got a really young team. It's good for us all to experience that. And we're just going to learn from it now. So because the crowd's been good here this season, isn't it? They, yeah, it's been. They, they found a bit of voice and a bit of hope because of, you know, they're backing the kids, and you need them to back you on Saturday. Yeah, the crowd to be fair, I've been good. Yeah, and we need them again on Saturday. So hopefully they can bring a yeah. voice and cheer us on. Hopefully be our sixteenth. Because it's great when they start singing Cardiff, Cardiff in defence and in attack. Yeah, we you know, the Spurs are on in the game, especially when we like five minutes out defending, yeah. going for a big scrum, attack, anything. It's just, yeah. it's good to hear them, really. How important a win was that sale win last season? Oh, it was really important. It was good for us as a pack, just brought our conference up another level. So it'd be good again now this weekend, good competition against a good English front row. Yeah. So. Well, that's it. And what have you made at Bath? Because they've, they've certainly stepped up this season. Yeah, they? they've been real good. We're yeah. really, really impressed. So we need to meet fire fire, really, and meet them head on. The South Africans gone in there. He certainly seemed to have changed the attitude of their forwards. No, they're good. Really gelling this year. So we just need to enjoy it, for one, and we need to meet them head on. How important our sale game was in terms of Cardiff. But in terms of yourself and, and Corey, when you both got called up, it felt like that was one of the performances that was almost the calling card behind that. Yeah, it probably was. It's because we did do really well. They known for the scrum, and we done really well in the scrum. So that was probably a big factor in the play and the build up to the World Cup. And hopefully we can do the same this Saturday. And hopefully for the Six Nations. You were uncapped at that point, and there was all the commotion about contracts and stuff. So going up against what was basically an international pack that's yeah. had at that point and, and doing that that must have been a real confidence boost for you yeah it was it was real confidence for me Corey and uh, Belsh because he plays a big part just as anyone he don't have like the plaudits me and Corey have but he's just as big a part as the both of us to be fair what, what is that dynamic like in the in, in that front row uh, <laughs> I won't use the name because I've been accused apparently you're not all from the, the Ronda <laughs> one comment was um, <laughs> so no it's good up. we've we've been together for a few years now. We know each other's like in and out, and like we good mates as well as teammates. So we know each other, and we just get on really well. It's good unit us three. And in terms of Welsh involvement in the Champions Cup, obviously there's, there's only Cardiff in there. Obviously, Mr. Barbarians game through injury. Just games like this, they must be a massive opportunity to sort of stake a claim ahead of the Six Nations. Yeah, look, it doesn't come much bigger than games like this. Games in Toulouse. And we got the Ras in, Harlequins here. It's just the the games you want to play in. To the build up for the Six Nations, really. Hopefully, you can put a good foot in the door for that. So that's it for this week's Welsh Rugby Union podcast. Plenty more next week and into the festive period. But until then, goodbye.